Smash Africa, exclusive to 5FM. Welcome to Live at Night on 5FM. I'm your host, Smash Africa, for the babies. You won't believe tonight we're showcasing uh, one of the biggest markers, or at least uh, one of the, 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 how should I put this? It's one of the growing markets that's informal. But it's being formalized. I'm talking about the culture of reselling sneakers. Who would have thought that reselling sneakers would make uh, 13-year-olds, 18-year-olds millionaires without knowing that, hey, man, this is what I really love. It's all about the swag. It's all about the culture. And uh, I've got none other than founder of Sneaker Exchange, Dewokomokola. Also known as I Envy Lipito 33 He's a dad, he's a husband, he's reborn He's a creative director He's a Muslim He's from Mami Lodi And he wears UK size 8 Welcome to Live at Night my brother How do you feel man? Feeling so good brother Blessed to be alive Blessed yeah. for the opportunities yeah. Blessed for the future to come yeah. Blessed for the challenges Yeah yeah. Thank you so much for allowing me to come through your space uh, During these trying times COVID-19 obviously we social distancing And, and, and I felt like We can't do this interview um, uh, Telephonically Because we might experience glitches So I had to sit down with you In your, in your comfort zone Also around all of these sneakers And shoe boxes <laughs> And I'm like is this a Clothing store or what? <laughs> so, so the, thank you for that. And and first thing first, how you how you dealing with um, the the national lockdown and how is your business doing right now? The the business of reselling sneakers. Jeez, jeez, jeez. jeez. Uh, we hit very hard at the moment, and uh, I mean the biggest space that we have to curate this thing is an event called Sneak Exchange, as we mentioned. <laughs> That's where people come through. You know what I mean? In big numbers, like three thousand plus, coming through from the kids that are selling tees, caps, whatever, and more than that, guys that are coming to trade and sell their sneakers. You know, and just the community at large, we miss it so much because we haven't had events and whatnot. And I feel like, I mean. We in lockdown, you know, and I mean, we're doing what we need to do to stay safe and all of that. And that's why I'm saying I'm blessed. I'm hoping for the future things will shape up, you know, mm-hmm. and for us to still carry on with the event, you know. And uh, with the easing up of the lockdown restrictions, we've seen now stuff like uh, new stock mm-hmm. coming in the country. There's a couple of drops that happened, you know, and... For me, it only means that by the time that the event comes through, there's going to be so much variety. Yeah. And uh, from... Because people are going to be sitting with so much, the prices are not going to be probably that crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now it's still a matter of issues of getting this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the prices are very, very crazy. Like, uh, you can't buy any Jordan for, like, literally less than 2K. We'll get into yeah, that, that, yeah. that 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 in yeah. just a bit. Let's let's talk about for someone who's heard about Sneak Exchange. I mean, there's been Sneak Exchange Johannesburg, Cape Town. I don't know about Durban, uh, but like in terms, it, it it seems to be going to to the big cities where sneaker culture and also there's dough for people to buy these sneakers. Tell us a little backstory of how Sneak Exchange uh, came to life and yeah. and what made you guys say, "Yo, man, we're gonna do this for Africa and yeah. not." Just for us here in Joburg or for those in Cape Town? Yeah, Sneak Exchange is a duo between uh, me and Zaid, and uh, the reason it'll work and make sense for Cape Town and Joburg is because I'm based in Joburg mm-hmm. and Zaid is based in Cape Town, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we all had like lots of kicks, like Zaid still does, I still do, and uh, 
I mean, you always have that thing of people going, where did you get it? And Zayda's got like a background because he stayed in the States. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy that was like supplying everyone with this rare stuff because it would get peeps from that side, that friends from uh, the States to still send him stuff. So he became like the plug, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He had a store and I was working in the entertainment game, you know. And when people would see my stuff from the rappers and whatever, and I would always send them back to Zayda and be like, yo, that's the guy to know, you right? Know? Right. And when dudes are saying, uh, "Yo, we in Cape Town," I'm like, "Yo, you need to link up with my dude, right? To go through there, you know what I mean? Get plugged in." Yeah. And yeah, he ends up being the plug before like reselling was even a thing. He was just doing it because one was some of the stuff was not even available locally, right? You know, right. he's one of the few people that when people are still. Waking up to the culture of sneakers and reselling, uh-huh. we had Yeezys, mm-hmm. Yeezy ones sitting in store in Cape Town. If I'm not wrong, I think they bought uh, plus twenty pairs of oh, those, man. and that that today you can't see it. Yeah, when there's like a drop of a Yeezy, yo, online sites crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to the store, uh, you can't get any of those things because yeah. people are there. Man, the demand is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Some some stores, not gonna name, mention names. There's shadiness that are happening because with demand, there's things that are not gonna go right. The counterfeit market. We'll talk about that too later. Yeah, but yeah. not even not even the counterfeit market as such. But the guys that are at the store selling this thing, they know the demand and they're like, yo. Oh man, they yeah. put their own price yeah. points. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, 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 there's. I mean, geez, there's like the VVVVIP guys that get this plugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they've got their peeps that will put stuff aside and whatever. So it's, it's, it, it's crazy. But for me to actually see it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's such a beautiful thing to see, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're not just uh, uh, when these things drop, like the J's and all of that stuff. On the map, they would say Africa. Yeah. But it's actually South Africa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, like when you think about it percentage-wise, bro, it's just a fraction. I mean, we've got 54 countries out here. Yeah. And look at how small South Africa yeah. is compared to the other countries yeah. in terms of population, of course. Um, but like, it's so crazy. So you guys, you guys, in terms of sneak exchange, you have a, um, a privileged position because not a lot of people yeah. are, are mixing the culture of sneakers with the eventing game, yeah. right? So how did you guys convince like the entertainment aspect of it? Because you said your background is yeah. entertainment. The entertainers to come through to add like, um, I don't know. You could call it like a icing on the cake. Yeah, cosine or, yeah, you know, to it, you know. Yeah, why, why was it important to add the entertainment uh, aspect to... Can I, can I tell you the honest truth? It was, uh, I mean, I would have done events in my other, like, workspace. Mm-hmm. And it's very strict. It's very, like, you got to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From uh, safety and security regulations and all of that stuff. And that is the key element that I brought to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that we're doing it for the streets, mm-hmm. but the back-end engine of it mm-hmm. functions like it's a, a production. proper business. Yep. Production, mm-hmm. uh, certifications, and all of that stuff, you know. And... Uh, it explains the growth from when we used to do it at a small coffee shop with like 80 to 100 friends mm-hmm. to now 
you're moving into a space that's bigger that needs to comply and all of that stuff and i can tell you now when you say how do we get it right with some of the prominent dudes that came and played on stage and dj'd and all of that it's because those peeps are my friends and not right. only do we just go there and go yo we really dig so and so and they got a big song let, let's get them on It's actually no It's actually We're going for Ricky Because Ricky has got an affinity To sneakers and right, stuff right. We're going with the cool cats Of this world We're going to the dimples Of this world Right Do you get what I mean? People who are already yeah. Engaged in the culture yeah. Instead of like um, Vultures to a certain yeah. Culture vultures To a certain degree We're having We're having conversations Because my WhatsApp uh, To them was not like oh you're starting a new conversations. The previous conversation would have been where do I get this? All right, you know what I mean. Right. Yo, I saw this in this side. Right. Yo, so it's not a fresh co- and that's a difference, I guess, with us and any promoter if you want to call us that. Mm-hmm. It's like hey, we need you for this event. Cool, cool. Send me an invoice and it's done. Mm-hmm. And then we're only gonna talk again when we do the event. For me, the conversation continues. Yeah, it's all about uh, building relationships. Yes. Let's let's talk about. <clears throat> Your first sought after purchase uh, when it comes to sneakers. Do you remember that? Uh, how old were you? How much were the sneakers? How hard was it for you to convince <laughs> your parents <laughs> to to buy you a pair? Jeez. Uh, I mean, at the time, I'll take you back to Mamilodi, dusty streets. So whatever you're trying to buy, it's got to be like proper, fashionable and functional. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, uh, I mean... Dusty streets You can't wear like Easily like white sneakers yeah. For like two days straight Yeah I had my stuff You know So Talking about convincing my parents I actually failed At convincing my moms Oh man And at the time It's not even something super crazy It's actually an All star converse Oh man Chuck Taylor Why wouldn't your mom Buy you a Chuck Taylor When you look at the music videos uh, uh, I mean The Strompies I think at the time And And uh, It's associated with Panzolas And Panzolas at the time some peeps are like Totties in the hood They wear converses yeah. You know So immediately when you wear that They're like ah, ah, You can't Like legit yeah. Was a big thing yeah. You know And she actually never did Oh man And I had to uh, I mean Lean towards My sister uh-huh. You know And at the time This thing is like 150 bucks dude Right You know So I'm like Yo sis I need this thing But I don't tell her The backstory That my mom actually said No You know so she literally goes, okay, cool, I'll hook you up, but I'm going to have to put it on labor. Nice. You know, and... And you know, that, that already puts a smile on your face, you know, like it's only a matter of time. And I've got those high tops converse. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a three months wait. Oh, man. Three months waiting, just waiting for this thing. But what it did, you need to understand converse at the time, you could stand next to guys that, I mean, what was big in the hood was... The Cavella, there was Bars, there was Cantarellis, there was uh, Rosmoras, mm-hmm. but you could stand next to those dudes because it still had that street credibility, and I knew that was the thing to get, you know. To and yeah, I was dumb enough to get a white pair, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it meant I needed to hustle like chalks from school. Yeah, to once you, you mean steal chalks yes, from school? <laughs> yes, I was not trying to say that. <laughs> so white chalks were like a thing to get. You you know, and uh, when the white chokes became a mission, I had to steal mini meal at home to pour on that. And my great what you eat, it. bro? Yeah. You're taking food from yeah. our plates, taking it to the shoes. You know what I mean? Because when they start, they start super, super, super white. When the white fades, 
it's up to you to go now with the millimeter who made it slightly cream whitish mm-hmm. you know and that was rare mm-hmm. you know and they're clean and there was phases of those things yeah. dude. and yeah my granny would lose her mind with me doing that but I remember more than that uh, and I still say today like sneakers are like an extension of my personality you know mm-hmm. that extended that it, it was confidence we put them together before there was combos you know mm-hmm. we would survive on clean denim jeans uh, uh, blue joints with a white tee and that worked you got like the white tee and the white kicks worked mm-hmm. could stand next to anybody my confidence was high and I knew how that made me feel yeah. and mind you I wore those things till they were like kaput so the yeah. concert on it because you know converse hey. and cons uh, <laughs> yeah I'm talking about calluses <laughs> did you ever did you ever experience that and, and also there's two things about like the converses I mean they're so entrenched in the in the in, in the Kasi um, yeah. culture and, and our upbringing and I'm talking about <clears throat> the early 90s over here now yeah. uh, into the early 2000s like it didn't matter who you were. Yeah. We all knew that converses in winter, in Elimukuku, meaning it's cold, yeah. bro. And then there's also this thing where you get these cons yeah. <laughs> from these shoes. But we still wore them. We still, we still wore Why them. Why do you think we went through so much pain <laughs> for these shoes? You tell me, bro. Like I was saying, dog, to be swaggy. <laughs> <laughs> to be swaggy at, at the lowest price point mm. More than that mm. But What it meant also When you're in the hood You need to be seen as Old clever You know what I mean Shop. And immediately when You're wearing something Like a converse That means right. Like this dude is, Knows what's going on right. You know And for me That feeling dude Like you can't Uh you can't you can't replace it with anything else. Mm. You know, it's like you you're growing stages. You know, and I remember that feeling of going. I wish I had more. Oh man. You know, I wish I had more because now I had to wear it till I put like cut box underneath and whatnot. You lied. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it was it was it was yeah. It's growing pains, but it's like it, it builds you. You know what I mean? And I was like, I wish I had more. And I was like, one day when I got to go up, I'm gonna get more. I might just have seven pairs of Converse to flip around in different colors and whatnot. Damn, man. Yeah. Let's talk about, like, the market overseas. Um, you get Soul DXB out there in Dubai. Yeah. You get um, Complex Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to mention a few. Like, you look at, you know, these conferences are so big and so entrenched on showcasing or dropping new sneakers and also allowing the market of reselling to exist where you've got like a company like StockX which makes it a viable and a recognizable business. Why do you think um, the market overseas um, bought into this culture? Uh, I don't know if I'll, I'll be correct by saying quicker than us because you never know how long it took them to eventually get there I mean in 2019 the the, the reselling uh, s- sneaker business was valued over 2 billion US yeah. US dollars yeah. you know so what do you think it took for them to turn it into a profitable business or a lucrative business you could invest in or a business that we're like man you could make your racks out of this. Yeah. And what do you think it's going to take for, for the African market to recognize its true potential? I mean, in my opinion, in the way that I understand it, right, uh, 
you can drop any cool sneaker as a brand, be Nike, Puma, Adidas, NBE, Essex, whatever. But if it doesn't get a co-sign from the streets, right? And the streets, like, they're on it. You know, sure, now the equivalent of the coolness in the streets, it's trying to be put in this establishment that is like StockX or whatever, mm. you know? And uh, I'm not even going to tap into, like, Jordans. There's a whole lot of stuff. They'll go, okay, cool, we're dropping an Essex, Ronnie Fig, Keith-type collab. Because of people that know in the streets who Ronnie Fig is and what Keith is, what that dude represents, they actually even give that value. You get what I'm saying? That immediately drops at like between, uh, let's say it drops at like $100, you know? Uh And because of that people, the community, you know, they make it hyped out. And I can tell you, that's not even marketing. That is like... If it was a marketing, there would be like a true genius edge to do. Because I think the marketing also had to catch up to it and be like, you know what? Drop this thing. Let's let, and and you see also with other brands that would go in same and collab with the same people and now and go put this thing called limited edition. Mm-hmm. Put this thing called uh 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 um, quick strike stuff. That means it just flies off the shelf. Let's talk about the sneak exchange business model real quick. Um how how do you how do you make money out of it? Yeah. Um, in in your house, you've got tons of sneaker boxes, tons of sneakers. Are these sneakers all for you? Because man, there's only 365 days in a year, and you look like you've got over 3,000 shoes in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, how does all of this merch play a part in the bigger picture of sneak exchange, or is it just for you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, the funny thing is, you mentioned 365. Uh, that was the goal for me, you know, that one day I needed to have 365 kicks so that I'm able to just wear them every day and not repeat. You know what I mean? And uh, with blessings, yes, I think I've passed that number now. And uh, what you see, we're, in, we're probably sitting in like the game room space. Mm-hmm. That's a few pairs that I have on rotation, mm-hmm. you know, and there's other rooms that would have more shoes. Man, but- don't tell, don't tell people to come in. <laughs> Come and come to your house. Man. Leave it at that. Nobody knows <laughs> like, where I am. It's like, like, like the bad cave. You know why you say like yeah. there's another room <laughs> and a basement <laughs> and a loft. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is like the bad cave, yeah. you know. And uh, uh, I mean, some of the stuff that's here, it's stuff that I would wear. But sometimes you would wear something and you like. Uh, I dig it, but I've got another similar thing. Or maybe it's a cool colorway sneaker, but it doesn't tell a story. Because I'm all about now stuff that tells stories. And most of my stuff from back then, it was cool. Because functional, stylish, and all of that. And then I've managed, that's the stuff that I started flipping, you know. And stuff that's, yeah, most of it is stuff that I'll flip, you know. And uh, that 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 is the other business model of the thing of we running this event mm-hmm. you know it started with our own little personal collections mm-hmm. but we inviting people with similar mindsets similar collections uh taste taste and mm-hmm. whatnot you know and the thing is that when you say sneak exchange and you're like okay cool we trade in sneakers and people already things like hygiene and all of that stuff you know what i mean and 
when you talk about the sneaker dudes that are in the community, it's people that love these things. They look after them like it's cars, it's collectibles, you know. And that that is why you'll see the business of sneaker washing coming up. You know what I mean? Popping up in the radar. There's that's why you'll see more products being available now. That literally you can bring your kicks. They wash for them, when you're able to just pick them up and just clean and all of that stuff therefore when you get to the event it's literally like pre-loved mm. not even pre-owned and also how do you, how do you make sure that people don't sell counterfeits uh, i've heard stories about how you you kick people out <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, i want to know the checks and balances yeah. in that regard i mean uh, i would say it's not even a one-on-one point check it's a thousand point check that anybody that's affiliated with us or anybody that's in our community keeps it a thousand percent. We believe that in original stuff. Rather not buy the three thousand rand fake kick than you can just buy ten pairs of vents mm. or whatever. You know, we believe in being uh, like being cool in your own individual way. Don't mm. chase the hype and you can't afford the hype and now you like I mean man, that is the culture. That's why the counterfeit yeah, uh, business it, it, is it, so big. It's it's booming, it's big, you know, but for us the checks are in point, you know, we got people that uh, we rely on also at the event that are like family and friends that will walk around and check all the vendors because sometimes you meet someone through Facebook or Insta, mm. they're like, yo, this is what we do, this is what they sell, they look cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and we believe in so much in putting kids on. We like anybody that comes to Sneak Exchange, they know that it's not just come, turn up, enjoy, drink, and enjoy the performances and interact with sneaker lovers and whatnot. It's there, like it's people with purpose. Mm-hmm. It's people that are not waiting for handouts. It's not people that are waiting for things to happen for them. They make things happen. You know, mm-hmm. from kids that start brands from like their back rooms to now they've got like big collabs with like soft 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 drink companies mm. you know what i mean so it's it's people that i'll be like yo one moment this kid is selling socks the most moment is caps next moment this kid has got a brand mm. you know we it's kids that are like entrepreneur driven mm. and now how do the the exhibitors or the people the the the, the um, the guys who are selling cause, yeah. You know There's resellers And yeah. then there's new cakes How do they come on board And how, how do you vet them Do you vet them or does, Do you have a set Or do you say Yo Do you know this kid He says he's been doing this yeah. In Cape Town Or Durban Or whatever Can yeah. you check him out Or can you buy them I think it's vetting And also just checking What type of vibe They're bringing To okay. this thing You know Cause more than anything When you mention sneakers uh, It's the same as When you're talking about Art now for me Cause it's like Yo I need to know About this But sometimes I'm like You know what I don't really need to know everything mm-hmm. I can just be a fan Of this thing mm-hmm. And then My knowledge will come As it goes mm-hmm. You know So we try and make The event not be Very intimidating mm-hmm. You shouldn't have A thousand pairs Or like maybe A hundred pairs To be able to come To the event mm-hmm. Come with your Three pairs of All Star Come with your New pairs of fans Thank you so much For coming through and or, or at least for allowing me To come through In your space And talk about sneakers This coming weekend What is Exchange uh, doing in, in Joburg? Uh, we're gonna be at Rosebank, the zone. Mm-hmm. We're doing a pop up store where we're gonna be just having like cool, swaggy stuff in store, mm-hmm. clothing stuff, and uh, we're gonna have be curating like a whole uh, sneaker exchange, little small element to it, yeah. you know, aligned with uh, one of our partners, Zaid, is got a thing that he calls Finders Keepers, mm-hmm. which is we find like rare kicks and you can find something that you've been looking for for the longest time at a stupid crazy price. You know what I mean? So we're going to be doing that at the zone from the 30th to the 2nd of August. Nice. Yeah. 
Deboko, thank you so much. All the best with Sneak Exchange in the future, man. Um, all I gotta say, like, I've, I've had the pleasure to to MC uh, a few Sneak Exchange events, and, and that's when I actually got unlocked <laughs> and I got officially um, um, entrenched in the culture of sneakers. And, and now my bank balance is looking rather. <laughs> because you you know we gotta we gotta look fly for all of these things that we do whether it's for photo shoots whether it's for for TV yeah. whether it's for campaigns uh, and I appreciate like how the the sneaker uh, um, culture has has appreciated and accepted me for for myself even though like I'm not like the fundi of sneakers but I'm definitely aware of what's happening in the culture I appreciate you man. Salute, man, and thank you so much to you being a cultural captain and five also being on the pals, not just only with the music but the ebb and coolness. Mm-hmm. It's that's, for the babies, yeah. that's that's all it's about, man. Yeah. It's live right now on 5FM. Let's get back to the music. Oh, yeah. Right now on 5FM.co.za, you can stream and download your favorite moments live at night with Smash Africa.